0: Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Box DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan
1: Skolrud. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. It is that time of the year, folks. We are now in Championship Week. Uh, for those of you in what we like to call normal leagues that end in Week 16 instead of those weird ones that end in Week 17, when half your players, half your best players, may be sitting because their team has already clinched a playoff spot. Uh, the, as far as the uh, league of record goes, we want to fill you guys in. I, uh, both me and Fong, our top two seeds, were knocked out uh, this last week, and so seed one and seed two are playing for third place. Uh, it looks like Wyatt and uh, who is our wide receiver writer and Edgar. Um, one of our listeners is now in the championship, uh, so it's a uh, one Skull King staff against the listener in the listener league. Um, we're, you know, I'd like to say good luck to both of them, and we'll see how uh, how this ends up. Uh, one more thing before we get into the uh, the uh, headlines of the day. Uh, I do want to apologize for not getting a, a waiver wire article out um, for this week. I know it's championship week, but we're getting, you know, with getting close to the holidays, it's. You know, there's just some things that we can only get to so much at, at times. Uh, so again, I do want to apologize for that. But what I am going to do is I'm going to do my best over these next couple nights uh, to give you guys as much information as I can in terms of the uh, matchups for these uh, for this championship week. Give some of my uh, honest opinions on players, on who I think you should and should not be playing uh, for your championship weeks, and hopefully, uh, hopefully bring home a championship. And for those of you who have money on the line bring in the cash so uh if there, i think that i've got everything covered as far as that goes far as the intro again why don't we go ahead and get this started with today's headlines
0: today's
1: headlines all right starting it off espn's adam schefter reports that there's a legitimate chance that keenan allen uh with his hip injury will play saturday against the ravens again we have two more saturday games this week the redskins and titans and the ravens and chargers um for right now you would basically set your lineup as if he's going to play but be prepared in case he doesn't uh Bengals wide receiver Tyler Boyd suffered a low grade MCL sprain uh he managed to get 1000 yards his 1000 yards for the season in the win um very promising player he could miss some time uh only two weeks in the season they you know there's speculation that he may actually be shut down for the season so if you have Tyler Boyd in your lineups, you know that's definitely a situation you want to make sure that you've got um, that you've got all the information that you need just in case he is not able to go. Uh, Doug Peterson uh, made the announcement that Nick Foles will again be the starter this next week after beating uh, the Rams Sunday night. Uh, he is going to be the starting quarterback this next week as well. Eli Manning will also get the start, so, you know, the Giants who are in desperate need of a backup quarterback or to see what they have in their backup quarterbacks. They're not going to get to see in Week 16. Uh, Pat Schirmer also said that he is hopeful that Odell Beckham Jr. could return this week. There's no plan to shut uh, Odell down for the season. Um, Again, if you have Odell in your lineups, uh, he's missed the last two weeks. I know that uh, one of the guys in one of my leagues has, you know, really been suffering the last couple weeks because of him. Ended up missing out on the championship game just because he didn't have, you know, all of his best players. So hopefully for those of you in the championship week who uh, have made it this far, have Odell. Hopefully he'll be able to go for you. Uh, Texans coach Bill O'Brien said that Donta Foreman could be active week 16 against the Eagles. Really, the only reason that he would be active at this point is if Lamar Miller can't go, who hurt his ankle in the game on Sunday. Leave us on email at their um, so we will see how, how Lamar Miller is doing. That's, a, again, another situation to watch. If Lamar Miller can't go, uh, Alfred Blue will be your starting running back for the Texans and uh, could get a lot of work uh, against the Eagles. Uh, for those of you who were wondering why Kenyon Drake wasn't getting a whole lot of work, uh, Dolphins coach Adam Gase said that it had nothing to do with injuries. So I'm guessing there are probably some personnel issues that he's been dealing with uh, with Kenyon Drake, which. As we've kind of been seeing over this whole year, there have been multiple personnel issues um, with, uh, with the Miami Dolphins and Adam Gase, uh, whether it was Devontae Parker, Kenyon Drake. Last year, they were dealing with uh, uh, issues with uh, oh the running back uh, uh, Jay Ajayi, so, you know, and they shipped him out of town, so it's just another situation to keep an eye on in Miami. Uh, Spencer Ware is making progress with his hamstrings considered day to day. If he can't go, um, they're traveling, the Chiefs are traveling to Seattle this week. Uh, so it'll probably be, uh, I believe Damian Williams again, Panthers tight end, Greg Olson placed on injured reserve early in December has had surgery this past week. Um, it looks like he will make a full recovery. That being said, I don't believe. I believe personally that his career is over. I think that this is, I think this is the end for him. Uh, he has a very promising uh, career in uh, being an announcer and an, al- and an analyst <laughs> uh, on TV and on radio. Uh, but, you know, with how many injuries he has suffered over the last couple of years, I really, I really believe that this is it for him. Um, Anthony Lynn stated that, uh, running back Melvin Gordon will be limited today uh, was limited in practice. he probably could have played this last Saturday against Kansas city had the game been on Sunday instead of a Saturday, just they wanted the the one extra day of rest. They weren't able to get it because of the Saturday game. So uh, because of that, it looks like uh, it looks like Gordon will be ready for those of you who missed it. Melvin Gordon actually apologized to all of his fantasy owners on Twitter. Uh, Let's see. if the, To my fantasy owners who lost without my help, I'm sorry. Crunch time in these playoffs and I couldn't come through for you. Um, let's not forget that this is the third year in a row he wasn't able to come through for a lot of people in, in the fantasy playoffs. He has missed uh, at least the semifinals three years in a row. So, all right, moving on. Um, Hunter Henry for the Chargers uh, coming off of the pup. Uh, with his ACL injury, has actually resumed part, uh, participating in practice. And actually today was a full participant as far as I could tell uh, from some of the reports. So that's definitely, for, for the lack of tight end issues, while I don't necessarily think that he he will be um, highly used this week, uh, just with the lack of playing time that he's had, it is something to keep an eye on, especially for those of you who are desperate for a tight end with just the uh, the wasteland that was the tight end position with all the injuries this year. Uh, Leonard Fournette will be limited this week uh, with a foot injury in practice. So that's something to keep an eye on. Dan Quinn said that Edo Smith is going to IR with a knee injury. Um, for those of you who are looking at, just kind of looking ahead, maybe you're already done for the season, you're in a keeper league, you want to look at kind of scouting what could possibly be going on for the next season, there's a strong possibility to uh, significant changes for Dan Quinn's uh, Falcon staff. Uh, including replacing offensive coordinator, Steve Sarkeesian, who if you've listened to this podcast enough, you know that uh, we're from up here in Seattle. So we know Steve Sarkeesian is the former uh, head coach of the Washington Huskies. And we, Justin and I have often railed on the fact that Sarkeesian is an absolutely horrible offensive coordinator. Uh, and so we were not surprised by the downfall of the Falcons offense over the last couple of years since Mike Shanahan left. Uh, so, you know, this is not surprising to us. However, the name that's apparently, again, that's Seattle Connection, uh, ex-Seahawks offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel is apparently a name being thrown out there who actually worked with the team a little bit uh, in, the, uh, in the preseason. So, again, just more things to look at for what the possibilities could be for uh, next season. James Conner's status for the Saints game is still up in the air. One thing to look at for James Conner, even, even if he is available, he's been a, a running back one all season had a couple of down games most of that was because of game script this week if he plays i'm i've have him down as like a, a running back two simply because of the fact that the saints defense has been absolutely brutal on running backs over the la- basically over the last 10 weeks um for the second half of the season they have just been absolutely murderous on running backs in their production so even if james conner plays i will he he is not the you know Running back six that he was for the most of the season. Uh, Deshaun Jackson with his thumb is hopeful to play in the Buccaneers' week 16 game against Dallas. I'm not too hopeful about him playing, so I've still got Chris Godwin in there uh, and Humphreys as wide receiver threes. Ron Rivera has not ruled out shutting down Cam Newton for the season with his shoulder injury. I think that uh, honestly, They've got, was it, uh, I heard that their chance of making the playoffs for the Panthers is less than 1%. So I uh, I think if they lose week 16, they'll shut Cam Newton down for week 17, to be completely honest. I think that's the way it'll go. Um, with the, let's see, I don't have the Panthers game up in front of me. So you know we'll maybe discuss this a little bit more in tomorrow night's episode. A um, couple more things. Packers replaced Aaron Jones with a knee injury on injured reserve, which means that Jamal Williams is now the lead running back there in Green Bay. Um, the chargers in order to prepare for Lamar Jackson at practice, have had Geno Smith playing uh, the Lamar Jackson role against the defense. See how that you know we'll see how that kind of helps them prepare for uh, Lamar Jackson his ability to run out of the pocket. Uh, Marcus Mariota was limited in Tuesday's practice with a foot issue. Jordan Reed remained sidelined on Tuesday. So, again, you know, your typical, you know, Tuesday injury kind of holdouts for practices. Uh, we'll get more information tomorrow, obviously, on what uh, what the possibilities are for a lot of these guys. Um, as of right now, a lot of these guys that aren't practicing on Monday and Tuesday, I'm not worried about. Uh, Wednesday is the day that you more need to start worrying uh, and then Thursday and Friday, just kind of take a, a quick, a quick peek at injury reports. Those are the Friday is going to be the most telling, obviously, uh, for those of you, for those, of the players that, uh, you know, maybe were limited in practice most of the week. If they get in a full practice on Friday, you're in good shape. If however, someone has been full practice and all of a sudden is a late add to the injury, uh, profile on Friday, uh, that's when you know the player's in trouble. So. All right, that's it for the news and notes. Why don't we go ahead and get into this week's lineups, the matchups for um, this weekend for championship week. Don't forget we have two games on Saturday. Again, the Redskins and the Titans uh, playing, uh, I believe, the early game on Saturday, then the Ravens and the Chargers playing the late game. So again, 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 games on Saturday. There's no Thursday night football game. We've got the games on Saturdays this week and then uh, everything else on Sunday. So what we'll do is we'll go through the first eight games uh, in this episode and cover the second half of week 16 in tomorrow's episode. So all right, here we go. Let's go ahead and get started. As far as the Redskins go, uh, the Redskins versus the Titans, this will be in Tennessee. I'm not looking for for anything uh, in this game from the Redskins. Uh, I think the AP is a a running back three at best. Reed has been – like we've said, Reed has been held out of practice. I believe he actually – I believe he missed this last game. Um, I think he's at most a tight end, too. Just Josh Johnson is the quarterback. I'm not seeing a whole lot there. Um, As far as the Titans go, I would love to have the Titans DST. I want their defense against the Redskins uh, with that anemic offense. Just – I mean, they're on their fourth-string quarterback, for crying out loud. So um, as far as uh, the rest of the Titans' uh, offense – uh, Mariota, I think is a quarterback too. I think he's a solid, uh, number two in the, uh, in a two quarterback league. Derek Henry has just been unbelievable over the last couple of weeks. Put up, what is it? Almost 400 yards over the last two weeks, uh, in rushing plus was it six touchdowns over the last two weeks. So he's been the top running back over the last couple weeks. Obviously for me, I still have him as a running back two against that Redskins defense. But he's a high running back two that can quite obviously put in, uh, put up uh, running back one numbers. He's done it the last couple of weeks. So definitely something to watch there. Uh, Corey Davis I have is a, kind of that split between a wide receiver two or three. It kind of depends on how the Redskins play um, against it and how much the Titans lean on the running game. Uh, in this game so that's all I've got for that game Uh, for the second game on Saturday the Ravens versus the Chargers obviously the Ravens I am keeping Lamar Jackson as a quarterback one he's a low-end quarterback one Uh, probably that quarterback nine or ten area Um, Edwards I have as a running back two mid to low running back two Uh, the Chargers defense has been pretty solid against running backs and then Kenneth Dixon Uh, His ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, he's kind of, you know, moved past, now he's moved past um, Ty Montgomery as well in that position, getting more and more uh, work as he gets healthier and more, you know, more playing time back into it after missing most of the season. Uh, I still have him as a running back three. He's not a guy that I really want in my lineups for championship week. However, if you're decimated by injury, I think he could be, you know, that's, maybe a flex most likely like a second flex uh for your lineups as far as the chargers go obviously rivers has been playing unbelievable this whole season i have him as a quarterback 1 but as a low end quarterback 1 this ravens defense has just been absolutely brutal all season one of the top 3 or 4 defenses all season because of that i still you know rivers i think can still put up those quarterback 1 numbers they are playing in la for this one so uh keenan allen i have as a wide receiver 2 more because of the injury, I think he can be the high-end wide receiver two, possibly wide receiver one, just because he is targeted so much by Phillip Rivers in games. However, again, with his hip, he is a game-time decision. Because of that, I would move Mike Williams with to a kind of boomer-bust wide receiver three. If, if Allen is out, I put Williams as a low-end wide receiver two. I think that Tyrell Williams still stays at that boomer-bust wide receiver three. And Gates, I believe, right now is the tight end low end tight end one more of a tight end two again, the tight end position has just been decimated all season by injuries uh i you know I'm looking forward to actually going through and counting how many tight ends went on injured reserve this year um if Hunter Henry plays tight end two max, he is a a I would put him as no more than a lottery ticket in your d f s lineups that's all I've got there, so moving on, bengals at the browns. The only thing I want out of the Bengals is Mixon uh, as a a running back. Running back two, possibly, you know, he's definitely flex-worthy. Possibly a running back two. And then uh, you got C.J. Uzuma, who's a, a tight end two max. Basically, he's one of those guys, again, with the tight end position so decimated. He is a guy that you are going to want in your lineup only to make sure that you don't get a zero. He You know, he gets a couple of targets. With Tyler Boyd most likely missing this week, you've got John Ross as one of your only pass catchers now, uh, other than Uzoma. So I think that uh, that the the big tight end could put up uh, okay numbers uh, to give you at least, again, to at least save you from getting a zero uh, on your score from the tight end position. As far as the Browns go, I am looking forward to seeing uh, Nick Chubb run all over the Bengals again. Uh, When he did it a few weeks ago, put up almost, was it, he put up almost 200 yards, ran around 200 yards, a couple of touchdowns, um, not only running the ball, but also catching the ball out of the backfield. Just, he was an absolute beast. The Bengals are one of the worst teams against the run. I think they're bottom four now in terms of giving up yards per game, uh, just in the run game. It's over 140 yards a game. So Nick Chubb, obviously, if the Browns stick to the run game like they have been, uh, you know, Chubb should have an absolutely phenomenal game. Baker Mayfield, a quarterback, high-end quarterback too, definitely worth playing in two quarterback leagues, with the uh really the the great matchup against the the really terrible Bengals defense. Um, Landry, I have as a he's more that wide receiver two, wide receiver three, just hasn't been targeted as much. Uh, they're not using him a whole lot, and when they have been targeting him, you know the. What was it, last week? I want to say he had eight targets, but only had three catches. Just having a hard time getting in the ball. Najoku, low end tight end one, tight end two. You know, if, depending on the matchup and who, uh, who else you have in that position, you may be able to find someone else. Um, but Najoku, I don't think, is going to be a total bust this week, even though he has been in the last couple. Again, the matchup works really in his favor against the Bengals. Uh, moving down, the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Uh, As far as the Buccaneers go, Winston, again, you're looking at that quarterback two range. um, He may be forced to have to throw the ball a lot with how the Cowboys could just, again, Buccaneers' defense is terrible, and going up against the Cowboys, they could put up a lot of points, may force Winston into throwing the ball a whole lot. Um, Mike Evans I have right now is a wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver two. He's got the, the ability to put up wide receiver one numbers, Godwin and Humphreys wide receiver threes. I don't think Jackson plays in this game. Honestly, if he does, wide receiver two, I think is the is is where he's at. You know, that two to three range. He just hasn't been getting as much as many targets with Winston at quarterback that he was with Ryan Fitzpatrick early in the season. As far as Cameron Break goes, uh, Cameron Break irritates me. <laughs> Starting him over over Jimmy Graham is what cost me in the league of record. It cost me the championship because Bray got one catch for nine yards while Jimmy Graham scored six and a half points, and I lost by one point to Wyatt. So um, kind of irritated at at Bray, but again, he's, for the most part, been getting the targets in the red zone from Winston. However, the Cowboys could put up a, a, a strong defensive game in this one, could put up a good defensive showing. Again, this is in Dallas. As far as the Cowboys go, Dak, I think, again, quarterback two. Zeke is obviously a running back one. He's one of the elite guys. He's re- leading the entire league in rush yards. He is a uh, running back, uh, a running back one. You are going to play him no matter what. Uh, Cooper, I have him moving up into that wide receiver one, kind of that uh, eight to ten area, low end wide receiver one. He has been absolutely phenomenal last week. A little bit of a rough game against the Colts, however. The uh, the cornerback that went up against him was the same guy that shut down uh, DeAndre Hopkins for like his season low in yards. So uh, again, the Buckners defense is is so bad that I, honestly I, I have no problem putting in Cooper as a as a wide receiver one and just seeing him go off this year or this uh, this game. All right, that's halfway through the games. Uh, next up, Vikings at the Lions. Cousins, I've moved him down to a quarterback too. He was doing so well early early in the season. Um, I think they, they focus so much on the pass game. They've changed offensive coordinators. They want to focus more on the run game, getting uh, Dalvin Cook involved, even Dalvin Cook involved in the pass game. Um, so therefore, I've moved Cousins down to more of the quarterback two range. Diggs and Thielen I have as wide receiver twos. I'm moving Thielen down to wide receiver two. They're focusing so much on Thielen. Um, and they're just, again, they want to emphasize the run game, not so much the passing game. So because of that, I'm moving Thielen down to a wide receiver, too. Uh, Diggs, obviously, is a wide receiver, too, as well. Rudolph, uh, I don't really want to use him. Uh, I, there there may be better options out there. Uh, Cook, I have a running back, too, with the upside of possibly putting up running back one numbers again against this Lions, uh, this Lions team. It hasn't been all that good this year. As far as the lions go, I don't want anything to do with Stafford. He just he doesn't have the supporting cast around him to really help him out to put up very good numbers. Kenny Galladay, I think, is wide receiver two worthy um, after putting up what was it 140 some odd yards this last week. Um, let me let me look at that one more time. Yeah, putting up 146 yards against the uh, against the Bills. Pretty good secondary this last week. So. I think that uh, that uh, Galladay is is wide receiver two worthy. He's moved out of that, you know, kind of proved that he's not necessarily wide receiver three. You know, or he could be boomer bust. I think he can put up wide receiver two numbers, uh, really because he's the only wide receiver that they've got in in Detroit. As far as the running backs go, I think that uh, Theo Riddick is PPR worthy only. I think he may get you ten points um, in the past game. In PPR only. Uh, you got Zach Zenner. I think he is a running back three flex, worthy only, mainly in deeper leagues. Uh, has gotten into the ends in the last couple of games. Vikings, for the most part, have been pretty stout against the run. However, they've given up, was it like over 400 yards in rushing over the last couple of games, or last three or four games? So, um, not, not quite as stout against the run as they have been earlier in the season moving on the bills and the Patriots. I have Allen as a quarterback two, with the possibility of putting up quarterback one number simply because he runs the ball so well. Um, again, he's not the best in terms of accuracy right around 50%, uh, has been known to put up some turnovers, but the fact that he has been able to run the ball so well, putting up, you know, over 400 yards of rushing over the last three or four games as a quarterback is phenomenal. Um, as far as the, the rest of the team, uh, I believe LaShawn McCoy, I don't know if he's going to be healthy for this game. He may be out. Yeah, with uh, McCoy and uh, Chris Ivory missing this last game with uh, hamstring and shoulder injuries, we'll see. Uh, I have not had any updates on them yet for this next week, so it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, But for the most part, I don't necessarily find them uh, all that appetizing of players to use uh, for championship week. Neither one of them have really been all that you know, all that good to use all season. So, um, I do like Robert Foster as a wide receiver three or a flex play in uh, in deeper leagues. Uh, he has developed a little bit of a connection with Allen over the last couple of weeks, and so he is definitely a guy to look at. As far as the Patriots go, Tom Brady, he's he's kind of an enigma. He's been back and forth. He'll be quarterback one, and then you know, quarter he'll he'll be a QB two. Um, You know, in that 12 to 15 range for like three games in a row. The Patriots offense has just struggled. I think they get back on track against the Bills this week. I have Brady on the edge of quarterback one, quarterback two. I think I've got him in the right around quarterback 12 for this week. Uh, Sunday Michelle is a running back two. James White is a flex play. I think he can put up the numbers against the Bills. Maybe. Um, We'll see. I think they may get Michelle involved more. The more work that he gets, the better he is. Uh, Edelman, I have as a wide receiver two. Gordon, a wide receiver three. Gronk as a tight end one, simply because he's Gronk and because there's not a whole lot of other people to use in your tight end position. So, um, but I definitely like I like the matchups for most of the Patriots in this game. Uh, Last couple of games we're covered in tonight's episode, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback one. Hopefully we'll have to look into it as far as we know right now. The Packers have been eliminated from the playoffs. We will see if they shut Rodgers down for the season. I don't think they will yet. Um, We'll see for week 17. Um, Jamal Williams, I have as a running back three with the upside to be a running back two. Uh, Adams. Devontae Adams is a wide receiver one, one of the best ones in the league. Uh, Graham, Jimmy Graham, I have is a low end tight end one. Again, we're not getting a whole lot of production except for like the top five uh, tight ends in the league, anyways. So I think he's a low end tight end one uh, that, again, will will at least, should at least keep you from getting a zero. As far as the Jets go, Darnold, low end quarterback two for two quarterback leagues. Um, Robbie Anderson, I have him in that wide receiver two discussion. But at the same time, you know, could be a wide receiver three, could almost put up wide receiver one numbers. So I've got him right in the middle for now. And as far as the running back situation goes, um, I've got McGuire as a running back three with the upside to put up running back two numbers. I think he's more kind of in that flex area, uh, but could put up again with the volume that he could get again in this game against the Packers, could put up running back two numbers like he did this past week. Uh, I think he's somewhat touchdown dependent though. Uh, And the last game we're covering tonight, the Texans at the Eagles, as far as the Texans go. Watson I have as a – pretty sure I have as a quarterback one this week, low-end quarterback one. Hopkins is a wide receiver one. I have Alfred Blue as a running back three with the possibility – really, he has the ability to put up running back two numbers, especially with how the Texans have been focusing on the run game. Blue's been able to find the holes pretty well this year when he's uh, come in for Lamar Miller. Again, we've got to wait on Lamar Miller. We don't know what his status is for this game. If Donta Foreman is active, I'm not, I don't think they'll use him a whole lot. They may use him to vulture a touchdown uh, from Alfred Blue, but as far as I'm concerned, Blue is your main guy there this week. I just don't know if, if uh, Lamar Miller will be ready for this next week. They may want to hold him out. Um, de- again, depending on how game flow is, uh, he may not get a whole lot of work in this game uh if if they can manage to get ahead of the eagles uh you know the the texans spot in the playoffs is pretty is pretty sure right now at this point so uh you know well they have not uh, officially sealed um their their playoff hopes um they are uh, right now they're, they'd be the number 3 seed uh pretty much one win over these next couple games uh, gives that to them. So, uh, Demarius Thomas, I have as a wide receiver three or four. He's just been too inconsistent. Uh, hasn't hasn't been able to really get a full uh, grasp of of use in this offense. You know, he'll get you know five catches and two touchdowns in one game, and then he gets targeted only twice in the next. So, I think he's more boomer bust. Not a guy that I really want to have in my lineup during championship week. Uh, moving on, the final game or the final the final team. The Eagles in this game uh, don't really like either of the defenses, to be completely honest, um, just because I think that this could be a bit of a high-scoring game. Foles, I have as a mid-quarterback, too. I may bump him up, uh, you know, in especially seeing how he did in this last game against the Rams. I may bump him up a little bit. Alshon I have is kind of on the edge of wide receiver one or two. I think I have as a, you know, on that. Wide receiver number 12, 13 range. Obviously, he has the ability to put up wide receiver one numbers last week with eight catches for 160 yards. Uh he's part of what sealed my fate in the league of record. Uh Josh Adams, running back two or three. We'll see how he's doing with the back injury that he he managed to come back into the game on Sun or on Monday night. But for right now, uh definitely something to watch. Uh Smallwood is flex worthy, I think, uh, if Adams is out. Uh, and then as far as the tight ends go, obviously Zach Kurtz is, you know, one of the top tight ends this year. You know, he is he is a must-start no matter what. So all right. Well, that's it that we have for for these uh for this show, these games. We will be back tomorrow night to cover the uh remaining games of the season. Uh remaining games of the fantasy season for those of you who uh play in week sixteen. Um one more reminder, we will not be doing any shows for week seventeen. It is the week of Christmas. We want to make sure that everyone has a chance to spend time with their families. Um, I will be doing the same. I will not be doing any shows. However, if you do have questions again, if you follow us on social media, whether or on facebook twitter uh, what else Instagram, uh, go ahead and DM us. You can find us uh, in the show notes below uh, for this show, you can find us in the show notes. you can find all of the um, the links to our different social media channels to to check us out and and, and DM us if you want um, so that we can uh, help you out and answer some questions for you on who to start, who to sit, and uh, and hopefully bring, a, again, bring you guys the championships. All right. Well, that's it for tonight. Uh, again, my name is Ryan Skuller. This has been the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, and we'll talk to you guys later.